Radio. We move into hour number three. Good to be with you. I am Jim Rome. I'm live. I'm in Southern California. Great to have you here. All right, so you want to make sure you finish strong. It is a three-hour program, right? Not a one-hour program, not a two-hour program. Leave it all out there. Finish strong. Telephone number is toll-free nationwide, 1-800-636-8686. More phone calls coming up. But as promised, we are joined right now by a former PGA Tour golfer, a three-time All-American at the University of Texas. He played 15 years on the tour. He is a Golf Channel analyst. He appears on their signature shows, Golf Central and Golf Central Live from, I'm speaking of, Brando Chambly. Brando, it is great to have you back on. How are you? I'm terrific, Jim. Thanks for having me. Thank you for doing it. Appreciate you. So what is your reaction to yesterday's announcement that two-time major champ John Rahm is doing something, Brandel, that he said that he would never do, leave the PGA Tour for Live Golf? Well, yeah, uh, pretty poorly held secret over the last two, three weeks. The rumors were pretty strong that John Rahm was, in fact, defecting to Live. Uh, you know, not surprised in that regard, but if you go back to the comments that you were referring to that he's made over the last year and a half or so, when he said $400 million wouldn't change his life, when he said it really wasn't the smart thing to do at this point in his career, given the trajectory that he was on, that he didn't like the format. Now he's done a complete 180. He says he now is a big fan and loves uh, the live product, uh, said it was the best thing to do for his family, et cetera, et cetera. So you know, uh, maybe he was being strategic and trying to get uh, Liv to continue to up the ante uh, as it relates to him. But I think more it was um, Liv's reaction to the PGA Tour courting private equity over the last six weeks or so. It's been no secret that that's what the PGA Tour was doing. I think this was uh, Liv uh, flexing their muscles and trying to remind the PGA Tour, in fact, who still has the hammer. Brandon Chambly joining us. That's interesting. I was going to say, what does the move then say about the current state of merger negotiations between the two sides? For instance, might this make it more likely that this deal gets done by the deadline or could this whole thing rip apart over it? Well, I said, you know, after a while that, you know, it took me to get my arms around this deal. Initially, of course, I was uh, repulsed by the idea, but uh, trying to read between the lines and understand as much as I could about it. Uh, I said shortly thereafter that probably the second worst thing that could happen is if this deal went through, you know, the second worst thing that could happen to golf. And the worst thing is if it didn't go through, because if it doesn't go through for the PGA Tour, Liv is not going anywhere. Uh, and they've got $32 trillion worth of oil underneath that sand. Uh, and they are dire. They are desperate uh, to diversify their economy over the next, you know, several decades. Uh, it's imperative that they do for all kinds of geopolitical reasons. Uh, so if if they if they in fact merge, uh, perhaps the PGA Tour can figure out a way to bring all the PGA Tour players back. Of course, there's going to be some growing pains in that. But uh, Liv was prepared to um, sort of make the merger back amenable to all those players that didn't leave. Uh, that remains to be seen if it's going to happen. But my sense is this deal is going to get done now, uh, and it's more likely since Rom's defection. Brandon Chambly is joining us. You know, you mentioned the deal. The deal, how about the John Rom deal, Brandon? For instance, do we have any sense of what Liv is getting in return for whatever that massive investment is? Like, what exactly did he commit to? What can he and can't he do? What is the deal? Do we know? 
Not really. Uh, I'll be curious to see the wording of the deal. Of course, he made the announcement yesterday, but he wasn't specific about what his participation was contingent upon. I'll be really interested to see that wording. But if it's in fact true that he he sold himself for three hundred million dollars, what I'm hearing, and then another couple hundred million dollars for his participation on the team and the growing of the team, which he gets at some point in the future. I'm just going to say that he sold himself short. He sold his career, but he sold himself short. Uh, Scotty Scheffler made over $40 million this year on the PGA Tour. Uh, and you look at the win rate of John Rahm, the major championships, and the fact that his global appeal was only going to increase and the infusion of ridiculous sums of money uh, into the PGA Tour. And you extrapolate forward for 10 or 15 years, uh, it's not unrealistic to believe that he would have made more than what he signed for to go to live and his legacy would be intact. His being a part of history would be uh, part of his legacy. Uh, and, and, and instead, I would say that he pretty much assassinated his commercial appeal yesterday. You know, it's really interesting, right? Like what you just said, that his legacy would be intact and that if he stayed the course, he was going to make ultimately this money at some point anyway. And you use Scheffler as an example that he made $40 million this year. I mean, all fair points, all fair points. I wonder, to play devil's advocate, and I'm not saying, I'm just, I just bring this up to bring this up. Might, might Rom think, all right, Scheffler made $40 million this year, Brandel, and he earned it. Or I can make $100 million next year, and maybe, I'm not saying he's not earning it, but do a whole hell of a lot less than what Scheffler did to earn $40 million. Yeah, look, Jim, that's a great point. And I, I, I'm trying to imagine a scenario where someone would turn down that kind of money. I mean, it, it, it is reported to be upwards of close to $600 million. You know, depending upon how things play out in the team, et cetera. But at the bare minimum, it was $300 million. Uh, you know, look, Tiger turned that money down. Rory turned that money down. Uh, a far, far lesser known player, but with great upside potential, a fellow by the name of Will Zalatoris, who had only won once and was injured, et cetera. He turned down $150 million. So there are numerous players that have turned down big offers. I'm sure Scheffler did. I'm sure Speed did. Um, so it's not like players haven't turned that money down. But when you when you look at the of this reported deal, it would have taken somebody who was very principled uh, with extraordinary character uh, and having great perspective to turn this down. Uh, and it's it's just it's just rare that somebody comes along like that. Uh, John had had made comments to the extent that he was uh, in that sort of realm of people. Uh, but his decision to go to Rom certainly disproved that. Brandon, so what about Rom? Like, it's a big win for him financially. I mean, not for his legacy, but he would say, hey, I did what I did for my family. And then all this other stuff about, hey, I actually like that format. I like the 54 holes. I like that team format. All the things that he didn't like, he suddenly likes now, which to me is curious. And again, you're right. It would take a person of immense character to say no to that kind of money, although a few have. But to that point, like, I understand what he's getting. I understand what Liv is getting. How much damage does it do to the PGA? Like, what are they losing and losing him? Well, numerous people have written and said that this is devastating to the PGA Tour. I think that's hyperbolic. 
Uh, it would have been devastating if Tiger left or if Rory left or even Jordan Spieth left. If you talk to executives, television executives around the world, there really are only just a few players that actually move the needle. Uh, again, that's Tiger. That's Rory. And believe it or not, that's Jordan Spieth. He moves the needle when he's on TV. People are compelled to watch. Uh, John Rahm is a, is a big star in the game. Does he move the needle? Uh, earlier today, I was on the Dan Patrick show. Dan Patrick's had put out a poll of his audience. Uh, now, because of Rahm's defection, more interested in live. 88% of the people listening and reacting to that said no, they were not more interested in live. And that's not necessarily a commentary on John Rahm as it is on the landscape of golf. And the fact is that just very few players connect with fans uh, in, in a way that tells them to actually buy a ticket just to go see Jordan Speed, just to go see Rory, just to go see Tiger. John Rahm was a heck of a player, but he didn't fall into that group. So it's not devastating to the PGA Tour. It's a loss for sure. Immensely talented. I enjoyed watching him. Uh, it, I'm going to miss watching him compete week in and week out. Uh, but this is, you know, it, it's a big win for Lynn because all of a sudden it compels the PGA Tour to make a deal very quickly with Liv. And what does Liv get by joining the PGA Tour? They get legitimacy. They get reputation. They get a seat at the table. And they, they, they've come a long way in doing exactly what they wanted to do which was launder their reputation with the ultimate goal of bringing about economic diversity into their country. That's exactly what they wanted to do, and the PGA Tour is just in a weaker position. In other words, what they set out to do is working. They're executing their plan, aren't they? They are. They got, they got a seat at the table. You know, Yasser, if all of this goes through, is going to have a seat. He's going to be on the PGA Tour executive board. Uh, you know, and this, this is really unprecedented. Uh, you know, you tell me a single golfer that you know of that has come from Saudi Arabia. It's not like they have grassroots initiatives over there growing the game of golf. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm finding a bit of a cold. But what they are trying to do, and by the way, Yasser does love golf, and he's a very clever, well-educated, polished man, uh, and by all accounts, somewhat intimidating in negotiation. So he is certainly playing this game of chess better than anybody else in the world of golf right now. Right, so a final thought then, does, they, does this deal get done by that deadline by the end of the year? Or if not, who is the next person they poach? Well, if I had to guess who the next person they're going to poach is, and it may happen before the end of the year, it would be Patrick Cantley or Xander Shoffley or even, you know, I, you know Tony Finau. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm betting this deal now gets done. The deal's going to get done. And then if it does, you know, this is why I'm very interested in the wording of John Rahm still, because if it does and Liv then dissolves, does John Rahm just get the $300 million for his trouble? Uh, because that's what is rumored to be the upfront payment with the rest being on a contingency basis. But if so, then, you know, John Rahm made out like a bandit in this deal and Liv got exactly what it wanted, a merger with the best professional golf league uh, in the world and a seat at the biggest table and exposure to all of these commercial outlets and entities uh, that are now going to look at them somewhat differently. 
I so appreciate your time, Brandon. One last thought. So if the deal gets done, then where does that leave the players that defected? Can they then come and go as they please, go back and forth between the two and still keep all that money? The, de- the details remain to be seen, but from what I've understood is if they merge back, obviously there would be an uproar if the players that left are able to seamlessly move back to the PGA Tour, unless there is some sort of payment made to those players, all of the PGA Tour players, that didn't go or didn't go when they were recruited to live. Uh, and live was prepared to invest upwards of a billion dollars uh, in those reparations, if you want to call those, to make everybody happy and let golf be unified once again. Once again, Saudi Arabia uh, has a very dire need to, to diversify their economy. And this may not make sense in the short term, the rational economic sense, the way private equity would look at it. But the Saudis are looking 70 years down the road uh, and And they're playing the long game here, and they're playing it very, very well. He is a former PGA Tour golfer, a three-time All-American from the University of Texas, and again, a Golf Channel analyst appearing across all their platforms and shows. Brandel, really appreciate you. I know you're busy, and you've been covering this topic, but great to have you back on the show. Thanks so much. Always a pleasure to join you, Jim. Thanks. Happy holidays to you and your family. You too. Happy holidays, Brandel. Appreciate you. Brandel Shambly joining us. All right, so he broke that down. With great authority. I want your thoughts on that. What do you make of what you just heard? 1-800-636-8686. Let me reset, reboot, talk about anything you want. The NFL, the matchups this weekend. I talked about that off the very top. We talked about last night's game. Bill's Mafia. I'm surprised that I can't find you right about now. What is your reaction to that three-part story about Sean McDermott? You know, in effect, I don't know if you've read it. If you're part of the mafia, you probably have. The gist of the three-piece column is, or three-piece expose is, that the problems Buffalo is having right now fall right at Sean McDermott. Like, he's the problem. That's the gist of the piece. Their problems are that he is the problem. And that they can win a Super Bowl, but not if he's the head coach. Essentially. Bill's Mafia, where do you come out on that? And his use of 9-11 to make his point. All of that and more still ahead, including Alvin's week that was. And I am looking for phone calls. one 636 We will come right back with all of that. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Cyber Monday is Dell's biggest sale of the year. Again, limited time deals, free shipping, and huge savings on laptops like the XPS 13. Engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Shop right now at dell.com slash deals. Dell.com slash deals. I understand that that conversation about live and the PGA can be pretty convoluted. But what are your thoughts on that? Like John Rom said, 300 mil is not going to change my life. No, but apparently 500 mil will. And again, I'm not judging that. Who amongst us would not take 500 mil to go play golf for live? I mean, who would say no to that? Only a billionaire like Eldrick 
Only a billionaire like Rory. Very few people are going to turn that money down. Just going back to what John Rahm said, like, what changed? The offer, for one. I thought Brand was saying, you know what, maybe John Rahm was negotiating all along. Maybe he's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But he seemed pretty emphatic at that time about, no, no, I'm not about that. I'm not about, what I am about is the PGA. What I am about are the people who came before me on the PGA Tour. I am about that. I'm not about that format. I'm not about that 54-hole format. I'm not about any of that. And 300 mil won't change my life. But now he's saying, you know what? I love it. I love live. I love that format. And yeah, the money's a part of it. Yeah, that or the money is all of it, which I understand. <laughs> which I understand. You know, if, if Liv came to me and said, hey, Rome, you want to do your show? You want to do your show? We'll give you $100 million or more. I'm not going to sit here and say absolutely positively no. I mean, I'd have a real long conversation about that. And think about that. And I know you clones. No, you wouldn't, Rome. You'd have a conversation with yourself for five seconds. I know you clones. I just think it's curious that the about face was not that he did something that he said he wouldn't do. You know, he, he actually said, my fealty is to the PGA Tour. He said that. And many other things. So what changed? The offer. I am curious about the offer. Like, what are they getting in return for that? For 300, 400, 500, 560, whatever the number is, what do they get? Do they get a few appearances a year? Like, he's already set for the majors. You know, and then to Brandel's point, what if the deal gets done? What does that mean then? That all the guys that went to the Live Tour, can they just come back? Can they just come back and come and go as they please on the PGA Tour and do whatever the hell they want? And they have all that money. And then you have all these other PGA Tour players that didn't do it. That's what Brandel meant about the reparations. Are you going to make them full? Are you going to take care of them? It's going to be really interesting. But I I think the message was sent. Oh, you're going to get money? You're not going to take our money? You're going to get private equity money? Okay, we'll take another one of your guys. In effect, sign the deal. Sign the deal. We got wrong. And we'll get somebody else. That's where that came from, I think. They're trying to get the deal done. And you might say, well, how's that going to get the deal done? Wouldn't that make it even worse? Wouldn't that rip it all all apart? If they poach, they come in and they poach a guy like that. No, I think it's good strategy. I think that is going to get the deal done. They're going to want to stop the bleeding. They got Rom. They got the number three guy in the world, who's a former number one, who said that he would never do it. If they can get him, maybe they can't get Tiger. Maybe they can't get Rory. But to Brandel's point, maybe they get Tony Finau. Maybe they get Cantlay. Maybe they get Shoffley. I think it does actually make it more likely that that deal gets done. They don't want to lose anybody else. So then one more thought about the Live Tour. Can it stand on its own? Obviously not. We've seen this, right? We, we were led to believe that it's different, it's fun, they're going to grow the sport in different ways. Obviously, it can't, stand, it can't stand on its own. It can't. Otherwise, it wouldn't be pushing so hard for a seat at the table and the merger. But at the same time, the PGA can't spend with them. It's inevitable. 
Where do you come out on this? Ken in SA wants to jump in. Rome, what's the big deal? I don't see any problem with golfers taking the Saudis' money and defecting to the Live Tour. Signed, Sean McDermott. Hey, Sean, my man, you dug that grave. You may as well lie down in it. It's going to be nothing but that going forward. And so with that, I'll turn it over to answer any questions you might have. I have a question. What the hell is wrong with you, coach? That's a question I have. What's wrong with you? Why don't we start right there? There's something from Geoff. In fact, there are two things from Geoff. How about I just choose the worst of the two? Geoff writes, me. Hi, this is Geoff and Lincoln. Author. Hi, I'm an author that would like to interview you regarding your participation on the Jim Rome Show. Me. Hey, Geoff, don't worry. He won't be calling you. I promise you, he will not call you. I want the book to sell. JP in Riverside. Hey, Rome. My best advice to Sean. Shut up. You're not helping your cause. You're hurting it. Rick in Buffalo was right. Fire that fool. My best advice to you? Yeah. Shut up. It's pretty strong advice. All right, so let's go to Buffalo. I'm asking for the mafia. Where are you? Let's go to Buffalo. Margo in Buffalo. Margo, what's going on? Hello, and it's a somber hello, Jim. I said last week we were sick of it, right? But with the firing of Dorsey and everybody saying, no, it's, let's go for McDermott's head, that's fine and dandy, but could you have waited till after one of the most important games coming up? I mean, at the beginning of the week, is Von Miller and close it at the end of the week with Sean McDermott? It's crushing for the Bills Mafia. You always want to know how we're feeling. It's pretty, pretty bad. The first time I called you, Jim, was in February of 2020, and the Bills had lost to Kansas City, and Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. And you said to me, hey, your time is coming, Margo. Your time is coming, and it's not. It's not going to come. I'm hopeful John McDermott does have a record of 6-0 and after the, after the buys, so there's hope. But Mr. Dunn could have waited. He could have waited, and now it can't be undone, and the bill's got to go with this. With this now. I mean, it's not ending when I told you it was chaos, fire this coach, fire that coach. Put the hands on Rick and Buffalo. Are you kidding me? He doesn't want to smack off. I'm just saying, if you want to know how everybody's feeling in Buffalo, it was a general consensus of being sick of it, and now it's just sick. So go Bills as usual. Go Bills forever. And everybody just relax out there on the X. Because you aren't helping. You're not helping matters at all. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you so much for letting me finally let you know how it feels to be 
build mafia and getting their cards ripped out over and over and over. Margo, rack her, Alvin, even though you just disrespected her by dropping the Top Gun music in there. Well, she's right about one thing. I did say, hey, Bill's Mafia, how do you feel? What's it feel like? What's your reaction? And you just got it from Margot. You just got all the feels. Mafia, you don't even have to call anymore. She covered everything. You got all the feels. We all did. Margo, one thing that I would say that I disagree with you about. When you say, hey, Mr. Dunn, why are you dropping this story right now before the biggest game of the year? I mean, maybe he has an agenda. Maybe he has an axe to grind. I don't know. I don't know. But it's not a journo's job to decide when to drop the story as it relates to how it's going to impact the team. Now, I'm not going to say that there aren't media outlets that do hold things and wait for the right time in their mind. It's like any business. It's like any strategy. You want maximum impact for your product. But he wasn't going to sit on it and hold it because it's a big game. You know, why now? I don't know. Because he just finished it? I don't know. I don't know when he finished that expose. I really don't know. However, it's not the journo's fault. What he wrote, he had access to individuals that shared information to him, and he had a point of view, and he did it. That didn't come out of nowhere, right? The timing of the report is not the problem. Let's be very clear about this, Margo. The timing of the report is not the problem. The dysfunction in the building is the problem. The inability to finish games is the problem. The 9-11 speech is the problem. The 13 seconds is the problem. And the author would lead you to believe that Sean McDermott is the problem. But I can tell you what the problem isn't. The problem is not the timing of the peace. There would be no peace if there weren't issues inside the facility. There are problems, lots of problems, but the release and timing of that peace is not the problem. Believe me, these guys, hopefully Sean uses a good analogy to remind them to block out the noise and distractions this time. But the release or the timing of the release of the piece is not the problem. She she was wound up. That was a Bills fan who's been wearing it for years and has finally had enough. I did not expect her to get that emotional. Wow. Uh, your reaction to Margo? Hey, hey, Mafia. Did she speak for all of you? Did Margot essentially nail the way you all feel? Or is there another take here? If you don't call Mafia, I'm going to assume that you agree with her and she said everything that needed to be said. Or maybe you have something to add to the conversation. She said, it's a somber, hello. I've never heard Margot so wound up. She's obviously had enough. 
Now, the bright side is she had her finest moment in the jungle. Hello. So congrats on that. See, you got to go through adversity to grow and come out the other end. All right, let's take a short break. I still have time for phone calls on the other side. I have real estate for phone calls on the other side. Would you like to add to any of this? Giving you some good interviews and some good topics. Or if you want something else, do that. What I do need is some ATPs. The Ask the Pros. Hit me up right now with an ATP if you don't mind. The Ask the Pros. Right now, here it It is time to answer your Ask the Pros question, where you get to submit a question at cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros. As you know, it's sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, let's get some ATPs in. Snagger, for the love of God, Jim, is your new book going to be titled Jungle Karma or The Clone Chronicles? Will you put plenty of pictures and blank pages in it and provide a box of crayons? Love to see it. Otis in Austin. Actually, Otis, it'd make my life much easier. My author is a really good dude, and he's really accomplished, and he's pushing me pretty hard to get certain things in there. It'd be a lot easier if I just provided blank pages and crayons. I don't know that it would sell, but it'd be a lot easier for sure. I do not have a title yet, a working title. In fact, in fact, clones, why don't you submit your ideas for a jungle book title? I might use one of them. Zach and Humboldt writes, do you actually start your show at some empirical time before we actually hear you? You know, in case somebody drops the wrong four letters, even you. Thanks. Zach. Hey, Zach, are you talking about the delay? There is a delay, but not several hours. We, we don't tape the show and then push it out. Like, what you're hearing right now is live. Live. I am live. Live. I'm live every single day. Live. But there live. is a delay. In other words, what you're hearing right now I said 30 seconds ago. Wrap your mind around that for a minute. What you're hearing right now is what I said 30 seconds ago. Kind of like, then I'm not a big guy on astronomy, but when we see the light from stars, the light we're seeing is like millions of years old, right? That's what this is. What you're hearing me say right now, I said 30 seconds ago. I personally have moved on, but you haven't. I know this, yeah, right? Bam! Those lights that you see every night from the stars, I think, are millions of years old. What you're hearing from me is 30 seconds old. It's a delay for the very reason you pointed out. Even New York's blown away by that. They keep putting up the straight-fire, explosion, mind-blown bomb. So, yes, we have a delay. Why do we have a delay? Not so much for me, but in case one of the clones uses a word they're not supposed to use, or a guest. It's a good question. Hey, Jim, whenever you have dinner at Javier's, do you enjoy a margarita? 
If so, do you go straight up original or do you like a specialty margarita? Do you go salted or unsalted rim? Scott Milton, no. No, I've never once had a margarita. Not only have I never once had a margarita there, I don't know that I've ever had a margarita in my life. For real. For real. I can't even answer the salt question. I don't think I've ever had a margarita. In fact, I never even was into tequila until about a year ago or two years ago. No, when I go there, I go 1942. Neat. Give me a shot of 1942, straight up. Neat. I don't mix it. I should, but I don't. Hi, Jim. Why did you quit the almonds? Thanks, Bell being Calgary. That's funny. One, because I choked on air every time I had them. And two, I just have a different process now. A different procedure. Look at Wells. Wells is in. Trust the process. You're right, Rome. Everybody does have a price. So how much is it going to take to lift my ban? Interesting, Wells. A million. You know how much, fat man? More than you have. You know how much? More than what Liv paid John Rom. I, I may have a number, Wells, but I guarantee you can't reach that number. You're still banned. You consider yourself lucky that I read that. Let's see here. All right, so this guy's something else. Mr. Rome, do you wake up to the alarm on your phone or do you have another source for an alarm? I don't think I need to tell you that that's from Edward Marino. Let me tell you about Eddie. I've got a take on Eddie I want to share very quickly before I get to Alvin's week that was. It's like we've talked a lot about Edward Marino. None of it deters him. He doesn't hear the noise. He is not distracted. He just continues to stay on brand and come in here with one inane question after question. He never, ever deviates. He never is off the standard or the process. Just no matter what I say, like, Edward, dude, come on. Really? What is your deal anyway, man? What is your deal? He won't even acknowledge it. He ignores everything. What's my deal? If he could answer and he won't, what my deal is, Mr. Rome, is pounding you with inane questions. ATP after ATP after ATP. I will never run out of questions. I'm like clockwork, Mr. Rome. It is pretty funny. He never deviates. He's never responded to any of it. He's never gone off script. He's never said, hey, listen, here's my deal. Because I keep saying, dude, what is your deal? Edward, what is your deal? All right, I'll answer, Mr. Rome. My deal is I send you super inane questions for the ATP, and I will never stop. And yes, I'm now leaning into being as inane as possible. But he doesn't do that. He's never once responded to any of it. I I almost appreciate it. Avi, roll it. The Bengals jumped off sides. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the jungle. A tremendous Monday to you. What's going on? All right, we've got a whole lot to get done. It's going to be a good day. Really good day because we've got some hot topics. Why don't we start with Michigan man 
Just kidding. Yeah, because I was going to do that. Never going to happen. Hey, Jack Savage, what are you doing here? Shouldn't you be fighting the entire state of Florida right now? Yeah! Big Dom right there. Big Dom. The no, Big Dom almost made Kyle Shanahan's head explode. I'm trying my hardest not to lose my mind. Hopefully I don't embarrass myself too bad. Big Dom doing his job. Too bad nobody else on Philly did theirs. Bill, do you want to stay here? I'm looking forward to this week getting ready for a steal. If you do want to stay, you might want to try to score some points. I mean, you do know that you're still the worst team in the AFC, right? I'm looking forward to this week. Bill looking forward to the Steelers makes that a party of one. Ross Tucker, he is everywhere. I never lay 10 in the NFL. I would not lay 10 in the NFL, even as much as I like the Jaguars in that game. We get Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama, which means that Florida State is How do you take a school with one loss over a school that's undefeated? That's how. Because they can't. Yeah, but Florida State's more deserving. I agree with that, too. more deserving has nothing to do with it. Then watch Florida State get screwed. It's bullshit. I want your golden whoa, ticket. Whoa, 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 dude, dude. dude, dude. Guess who they played? You'll love this one. Mm. Norv Turner. The assembly line at the Pineapple Factory, which then later exploded. I, I know. Good one. What is your process for selecting the music? Well, I go on tour. I check out all these new bands. I'm totally connected <laughs> you're, you're in the, to You're that. in clubs. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally connected with the heavy metal uh, community. As those people. He's got his arms draped around two trainers and not putting any pressure on his leg. Did they make him walk to the hospital for x-rays also? Ugh. I'm guessing that guy would have taken a car. Name to Paul Pierce wheelchair. Was the golf cart guy doing donuts in the parking lot? Donuts. Will Anderson Jr. is my guest. Could you have landed in a better spot than you did? Absolutely not, man. I'm so happy to be here, man. And I was telling my eight, I was like, Nicole, I don't care what you got to do to tell Houston. I want to be there so bad. Stepping on your neck, just might as well slit their throat while we're here. You, know? you want to know why Cincinnati walked out of there with their first MNF road win since 1990? Might as well slit their throat. That's why. Uh... RG3. The college ball playoff committee got it wrong, but I've been even more upset with the excuses that are being made. Don't sit here and, and pee on me or pee on Florida State or pee on Georgia and tell them it's just rain and it's your feel sorry for them that they don't have an umbrella. Yeah, we met with him. We met with Shohei. Oh. And we talked. And, uh, I think it went well. Holy crap. He went there. Man, you want to talk about an earthquake. How are any of my monitors still up? How is this studio still standing? Sean Lewis, knowing what you know now, do you regret the decision to go to Boulder? No, not at all. I did not make that that leap of faith and make that move. We wouldn't be talking today, Jim. Coach gave me a tremendous opportunity, and, and I'm grateful for it. Randy Johnson berating a photographer and now loving photography would be like Nancy Kerrigan selling lead pipes. Right? John Morosi joining us from the airport in Nashville. No one should be criticizing Dave Roberts for acknowledging a meeting in which, by the way, it was all very complimentary. And I find it, use the word, absurd. What's your beef? Yeah, my beef with deadbeat dads who show up once every three months with a stuffed animal for a teenager. What's your beef? The college football playoff committee. Alabama looked as bad against Auburn and Arkansas and uh, South Florida as they looked good against. Uh-oh. Uh, in contrast. My beef is with the producers who made that poor sap selling produce dance with her. Hey, Todd, no longer in Hermosa. You're also no longer in the jungle. Fuck! You're gone, dude. Fuck! This is what we do. This is who we are. They couldn't lead a hooker to bed with a sack full of 50s. You know that? Alvi, we may have ourselves a little business play here. Creating alarms for people who suck. Do-do-do-do.
It's a lot of people who suck. The I'm taking the Sandy hook and lateral out of our playbook signed Sean. And so with that, I'll turn it over to answer any questions you might have. That he didn't like the format. Now he's done a complete 180. Do a 180? Nope. You want to know how everybody's feeling in Buffalo? It was a general consensus of being sick of it. And now it's just sick. You just can't around and, uh, oh, shit. Your wife's boyfriend? Yo, wore the rock and hated up on everybody. Oh my goodness. Joey did their best to fill it up. Something went wrong. I mm. oh, appreciate it. Great interview. Thank you. Buy old trapper. Buy old trapper. Buy old trapper. Pumped up or get fit or get turned. Shohei Hortons. I'm a man. And I'm a man. Shocky little bitch. Charlie Weiss. That is good to Pumping her for a baby batter? What? <laughs> did you kill the nitro machine? Happy Friday, Junior. Gordon. Alvie, rack yourself, Alvin. Rack yourself, Alvin. Don't miss See Better Drive Safer Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on wiper blades, headlight bulbs, and more. They will even install your new wiper blades free of charge. Get ready for shorter days and more nighttime driving. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Everybody have an amazing weekend. See you Monday. We're out.